The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Ambar Garcia. Brian Broadus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, January 16th, 2024, season 19, episode number 108. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. And today we're going to take a big picture look. We are going to hash through everything that happened in the debacle that was Cowboys Wild card playoff game versus the Packers. They lose 48-32. to 32. Score doesn't really tell the story of that game. Uh, but we're going to break that down, and we're going to talk about some of the finer points of the game, uh, some things that maybe uh, can put that in perspective, what you actually saw on uh, on Sunday. was not pretty, uh, but again, we're going to go through it. We're going to break it all down for you guys. Uh, toward the end of the show, we'll also have a little bit of discussion around the coaches, around Mike McCarthy, around Dan Quinn, and, uh, and what they contributed to what you saw on Sunday and, and what it looks like for them going forward and how you evaluate that. Uh, so we'll do that throughout the show. But let's start first. I want to get some general overviews. And I know, obviously, it wasn't a good day for the Cowboys. But just as a big picture, what was your takeaway? What's your big picture takeaway from that game? Patrick, we'll start with you. Uh, Cowboys are kind of back in purgatory. Uh, and it's, it's a horrible place to be because, you know, what direction do you go from here? Right. Uh, and we'll, we'll you know, touch on the coaching situation uh, going forward. But um, when you have a, a coach and a staff on both sides of the ball that put you in position to overcome adversity, like losing Trayvon Diggs and players like that, and you deliver another 12 win season, your second division title in three seasons. Um, but not only do you not make the playoff run, which was basically an obligation at this point, but you lose in the fashion in which you lost and to whom you lost and where you lost, it could not have been more of a meltdown. It was a nuclear meltdown, absolute shared noble at AT AT&T Stadium. So now, if you're Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out, well, what do you do? Do you move on to a new head coach? And obviously there's no guarantees there, no matter how big and fancy the name is. Um, You know, Dak Prescott admittedly said he sucked on Sunday, and he did. Uh, He said, if you're going to put McCarthy on the hot seat, put me on the hot seat. We will. Um, But what does that look like? Because he's up for a contract negotiation. Cowboys, and on the defensive side of the ball, Dan Quinn, he's set to undertake his interviews now, right? Um, We talk about the stock of a head coach and how Dan Quinn was rightfully being courted. Stock took a massive, massive hit for Dan Quinn. I had no rhyme or reason for what I saw schematically against the Green Bay Packers. They basically kneeled for four quarters and let Jordan Love do whatever he wanted to do. This was a failure on every possible level by everyone involved, not named Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson and maybe two or three other people are the only ones I could point to in this particular game and say they left it all on the field. Offensive line did well as well, so I'll give it to the offensive line. Tony Pollard did well as well, but for the most part, your defensive players, Michael, where were you? Yeah. Where were you? Um, Penalties showed up. Dak, where were you? Where was the MVP Dak? Wasn't there at all. This offensive play calling that had been so great most of the season, where was it? 
defensive play calling, great most of the season. Where was it? Yeah. So at the, at the end of the day, that's where the Cowboys are. It's purgatory. Um, don't envy the decisions they have to make, but they got to make them, and they got to make them quickly. You know what? Uh, well said, Patrick. Well said. Thank uh, you. The, um, I think the thing that, that, that was Green Bay had a really a great game plan. They had a game plan both offensively and defensively how they wanted to attack your quarterback, how they wanted to play in coverage, uh, the, the, some of the looks that had been giving Dak problems throughout the season. You know, Joe Barry basically rolled the dice and said, you know what, I'm going to play certain coverages here and see if I can get something out of it. Um, I think that you know, when you talk about the, you know, the, one of the interceptions that Dak had where that disconnect, that early disconnect with CD in this mm-hmm. game, and they run the double slant and they throw the interception off that, which turns into the pick six to Savage. That, to me, was one of those, okay, I'm going to try and get you going throws. I'm going to try and get, you know, maybe that wasn't the best place to put the football, mm-hmm. you know. And it, and it goes back to bite you. That's just good scheming by, you know, by the by the uh, the, the Packers there to kind of be in the right place at the right time to, to force a turnover there. Um, they, they did a really good job of handling your offense, you know, for the for three quarters. And then, you know, it turned into garbage time. But the defense, that that's the thing that was the most – disconcerting to me about this the way that 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 they played um because i i know there's times where we've seen and they've tried to put band-aids on amputations here at linebacker it's just been it's a struggle they don't have the personnel to play the way they want to play you know and they play so much dime because they have to they don't have any other players i mean bell's one of your better players he's not a linebacker you know we're learning on the we're learning on the run here with clark you know, I mean, he's learning. He some days he's really good, and other days he's not so good. You know, when they're knocking down, uh, you know, Jonathan Hankins on the ground and double teaming him, and you know, there's just a lot of things you have to tip your cap to Green Bay for the way they schemed it. They tacked the middle of the field. They knew that you know they saw that that Curse is a is a true free safety. It's not an answer for you right there. You know, I think there's Dan Quinn had just he was trying to put players in place to make up for the lack of some of the players he didn't have. And I, I think it ultimately caught up to him at the end. Green Bay schemed you really, really well in this football game. You know, and, and give their quarterback a lot of credit, too. You know, he, he, he threw several passes in the teeth of a rush, which the Cowboys have been good at all year. But, it, you know, ultimately it's what caused the Cowboys to, to lose this football game. They just weren't able – they just were undermanned in a lot of areas. And it and like the old House of Cards, it just kind of came tumbling down on them in this game. I, I think we saw that they were playing with fire all year, and they finally got burned in this game. Well, <laughs> I'm going to watch what I say because I don't want to get fired today. But um, Well, you already jinxed it, so... You know what? People started <laughs> tweeting at me. I'm like, sure, sure. Yeah, yes, okay. that, that Relax, they lost folks. because I that's jinxed the, it. Sure, the they've lost all these years because yeah. I opened my mouth. Relax, sure, folks. if I had that much power, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. If my mouth had that much power, I'll be <laughs> talk to him. swimming in a jacuzzi full of cash. But um, anyways, I agree with everything you guys said. And the, the funny, crazy, twisted thing is that in that game everything that was that the Cowboys tended to do well went wrong yeah. and the areas that they tended to do bad went somewhat went well work. so <laughs> including um oh my god I almost call him Brent Maher 
Brandon Aubrey included him. But it's just, it's, I don't know what to do with my life right now. This week, I'm trying to, because, and I've said this off the air, every single part of me had zero doubt that they were going to win this game. And of course, uh, that's not being me being naive or stupid of like the past history, but I truly believe that this was such a great matchup for them to start the playoffs against a team like the Green Bay Packers. And it wasn't the case. I don't think it mattered who the opponent was. The way the Cowboys played, the Cowboys played was just absolutely terrible. And it's one of those things that now we gotta talk about and like try to figure out, okay, how do you how do you move past this? And I'm like, okay, part of me is like, we know the drill. We've been doing this so many years. But at the same time, it's like right now, I literally have no answer no quick fix like everything in my mind right now seems so like oh reconstructing or starting over from zero like nothing seems like there would be like a change that you currently make even if there was to be a change in the uh, head coach position there are so many pieces that are are about to change Mm -hmm. that it's hard to visualize something that will get you to that next step in the near future going into next year. And I know uh, we talked about it on on one of our shows, Derek, where we were talking about um, the now and and the coaching and Dan Quinn, him having interviews and all of that. And, And it's just so many moving parts that... I really thought this was the year. If you were going to do it, this was going to be the year where set you were nice all in. Yeah, yeah. set up nice for you. Yeah, it to did. be honest with you, th- th- that kind of encapsulates my thoughts on this. Is there? You'd have to go back to 2007 for me to yeah. find a game that, that a playoff game that was more gut wrenching than this one. Mm-hmm. Because just like in 2007, you were the you were the top seed. You had the the everything was laid out nicely for you. You had the team. You had the the, the home field advantage. Everything worked to where you should be able to exercise all those demons of what has happened to this franchise since their championship days in the 90s. And you go and have that game against the Giants and you lose in the first round. Yeah. And I felt the same way about this game. I look at the Packers and I'm like, this was a good matchup for the Cowboys. You can't convince me that schematically the Cowboys, what they'd done all season, didn't match up nicely against this team. And everything had laid out in a way to where you had everything clear all the way up until you had to deal with San Francisco. And then you do see what what happened at San Francisco for that championship game if they didn't lose somewhere along the way. But the point was, like, you, everything was laid out nicely for you. And for whatever reason, they just couldn't get it right in the first round. And that's the part that's hard. And that's the part where when you start talking about where do you move from here, I don't think there's a lot of answers because you're left like almost dumbfounded. Like, how did this happen? Exactly. To, to be able to even understand where you need to go, you got to first understand, like, how did it happen against that team? And again, I'm not trying to kill them. Love played his butt off. Some yeah. of the throws he made, he that throw he made into the end zone, like where he was kind of, yeah, yeah that, that was an awesome throw like you you won't find a vast the vast majority of the nfl quarterbacks in the nfl right now that can make that kind of throw yeah. he played his butt off mm. the fact of the matter is though the dallas cowboys should have won that game they were the better team and it's hard to say that but you look at it and that's why we're all so dumbfounded is because 
you look at it on paper and you say Dallas has more talent. Dallas is is you would think they have better scheme. Like you would think everything matches up for them to have won that game, and for whatever reason, they did not. And, and that's why I don't. I often don't get into the whole. Um, the dialogue going into the playoffs of matchups and things like that, because we all know matchups do matter in the playoffs, but what matters more than matchups is effort and execution. Uh, and, and the complete lack of effort, the complete lack of execution we saw from the Cowboys would have gotten them blown out by every team in the league at AT&T Stadium or anywhere. You, you, talk, you see what happened to the Eagles in Tampa Bay. Lack of effort, lack of execution. So it, it's not that the Cowboys finally dropped a game at home. It's they didn't show up on their own field in the first place. Sure. And, and to Ambar and Der- Derek's point, the thing that makes this so difficult and, and dumbfounding is you look at the loss to the 49ers, okay, in uh, last year, in last January. You lose Tony Pollard, your most explosive player, okay? So then after that, you could say, well, if you had Pollard, okay? Kellen Moore was the offensive coordinator in the Green Bay game last year. You say, okay, well, if the offensive coordinator had done this differently, so what do you do? You swap out the offensive coordinator. So those types of changes have been made, but then you look at what happened this past Sunday against the Packers, and you don't have those things to point to. You have to point at everything. So how do you fix everything? You try to figure out, like Derek said, what what's the root of it? And... It's not lack of talent. They definitely took some hits. They had, you know, size issues at linebacker. Yeah, yeah, they took some hits, but this was the perfect matchup for you. Where was your pressure up front from your defensive line, Micah Parsons and those guys? In coverage. George, mm, he dropped back. In we'll coverage. talk about that later, but go ahead. Jordan Love pressured only only four times. So in, in no. breaking down like Science Lab I did last week, I said you have to get pressure from your front four on Jordan Love. Don't bring the blitz. You, they did not get pressure, so then they panicked and they brought the blitz. And Jordan Love tore him to shreds every time they blitzed him. And then when he had time, he two and a half seconds or more, over 200, almost 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, almost a perfect passer rating. Play after play, we saw, we were sitting in the press box. Snap. Why did he take him? Deep fade. Yeah. 40, 50 yard reception. Third and six. Pre-snap. Why are they 10 yards off the receiver? There are so many things you could point at that went wrong because almost everything went wrong and not much went right. And when that happens, it doesn't matter where you're playing, who you're playing. It's unacceptable. It's, and it, it has to be fixed, but there is no easy fix, and that's where we're left right now. Yeah. Where, which knob do you turn when you got to turn all the knobs? All right, let's take, a, uh, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's dive into the offense a little bit. We'll talk about Dak Prescott and his day. Uh, as he said, it, he, he didn't play well that game, but we'll talk about what some of the more specific things uh, that went wrong for the Cowboys offensively. We'll be back, DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in 
in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you back to the break welcome back it is the second segment of the break we're live from the swbc mortgage studios at the start of segment brought to you by blockchain.com <laughs> dak prescott on sunday was 41 of 60 uh 68 completions uh complete completion percentage 403 yards passing three touchdowns two interceptions and 89.8 rating a lot of that very hollow um he, yeah. he, they really they they seem to get things going at the point in the game where the Packers are basically like just don't let them get anything quick, and so they racked up a lot of yards, even some points. But if you look at the game holistically, and let's really take that first half where I think that's where it all went downhill. What would you say was the biggest problem for the offense and Dak Prescott on Sunday? Uh, I'll say this quickly, and I'll throw it right to Brian or Ambar. Um, Brian mentioned it uh, in in his first. Uh, description of what went wrong. That connection between Dak and CeeDee Lamb that's been so explosive all season, it was not there. It was ice freaking cold. They could not get on the same page to save their lives. You're trying to force it. Right. Well, he was trying to force it, which was problem number one. But at the same time, miscommunications on the routes and, you know, what uh, the anticipation that was normally always there for those two, it just wasn't there. And then you started to see CD get frustrated because they just couldn't get it together. So for me, there's a lot of things you can point to, but that because they couldn't get that motor going, everything else just started kind of to crumble after that. Yeah, I, I think that it. I think it really started. Dak tried to throw the ball to the middle there to CD on third down, and CD really didn't have a chance. I mean, he extended Dak both feet off the ground. He's looking to his left. Yeah. CD's probably not expecting the ball, and then all of a sudden he's trying to now. Dak's like, okay, I got to try and make a play here. So they try and get it to the middle. It doesn't work. They come back and they throw what the play is called sprint right option, where Dak rolls to his right, and Lamb is on the is kind of running along the sideline. He's kind of running a little bit of a curl route or in route, and Dak lets the ball fly before CD even breaks, and it got to CD so fast that he really couldn't even adjust. You know, so I think the, I think the disconnect really happened when you you looked at a play. They were going to run a pivot route where. Where CD breaks in, and Dak expects him to break in and out, and he throws the ball to the outside. And after the play, you look at, at Dak; he's got palms up at CD, like, "Bro, what's going on here today?" Mm-hmm. You know, at that point in time, yep. it then be kind of became, <clears throat> and then we had, you know, he didn't have a catch until right at the two minute warning. Yeah, you know, and so it was a rough day. And I, I think that to me, Green Bay did a really nice job. With their coverages, I, I think they frustrated 
CD a little bit with it. I think they frustrated Dak, maybe gave him some different looks. When you play what they would call that cover four, where it's all quarter coverage. So you've got four in the say you got four, you know, everybody's covering. Four in a the deep quarter. part of the field. Yep. Four in the deep part of the field. And then you take your linebackers and you run them in, in underneath in the uh wide and another quarter of the field's taken taken away from you. This seems like a difficult defense for Dallas to deal with when it comes to their route combinations. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes it difficult for the quarterback when he doesn't see it clean. You know, he anticipates throws, but it when that that kind of that coverage gives him a little bit of problem. And Green Bay stuck with it. They they did. They they went with it. You know, like half the the first. I kind of kicked the f- fourth quarter out of this game for Dak because it it's the game was. You know, it was it turned into stats at the end, and it's. But if you look at the first three quarters, though, the way they played coverage against him, the way they covered CD, and it wasn't traveling coverage and stuff like that. They caught a really frustrated receiver. They caught a quarterback that was dealing with a lot of the the, the problems of seeing and reading where it needed to be, and the route combinations. Mike got in absolutely no rhythm as a play caller. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have that. You know, Green Bay seemed to have a little bit of rhythm through their play calling, the way they were setting things up and getting to them. You know, the play action game was big for them. Dallas didn't have that rhythm to them. And I, I think it's, it's, you know, Joe Barry much maligned at Green Bay for the way they played defense this year. But he came up with a brilliant plan in it, and it did a great job of, of frustrating the Cowboys. That was a big difference in this game. You know, I love Dak. I really, really do. And I think he's had his best career this season. Um, but it comes down to, once again, can he show up when it really matters in important games like this? And the crazy thing is we've actually seen it this season. For example, the game against Philly out there, um, an away game where even though they lost, Dak was one of the very few players that you right. saw him um, really fighting and putting carrying things on his back. And in this game, he just... <laughs> He just wasn't there mentally, and it wasn't a game where, and Patrick, you mentioned the O-line. It wasn't a game where he was constantly no, under pressure. Nothing like yeah. he they haven't dealt with no. all throughout the season. It was, the O-line did a solid job. Dak wasn't constantly under pressure, but you could see him. That that quality that you love so much about Dak as a so like a, as a, a leader cerebral. and so focused and, and confident. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't there. You could see him right from the beginning. Just kind of lost a little bit too much in his head, where he's just thinking too much, and now he's just throwing the ball to see if he gets kind of lucky. Let, let's just let's just give this a try, and it wasn't working. Um, so I, I don't really know what to pinpoint exactly because it's 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 something we haven't really seen from him this season, and then. For us to have talked about the the interception through the season and be like, well, that's something that he's fixed, and yeah. then all of a sudden it happens twice in a game like this. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you justify much other than the play calling and Dak not not being there for we've, whatever reason. I don't know. We've seen Dak play great in a playoff game. Tampa's yep. playoff game yeah, last yep, year yeah. was. I mean, and that's kind of what you were hoping for going forward. You're like, listen, okay. Dak has had some playoff troubles before, but you know that's the thing is you see that type of a game and you're like he's capable. Yeah, he's capable of doing that, and you know that's unfortunately that's how they measure quarterbacks, especially in this city, especially on this team. It's about championships, it's about playoff wins, you know, and he's trending the wrong way right now, 
And, you know, do I think that they're going to move on for him, from him? No, I really don't. I, I don't see that. You know, uh, he's do a huge uh, – he's got a huge cap number. They've got to figure that out. You know, unless they've got some creative way that I don't know about, you know, I, I think Dak Prescott's going to likely sign an extension here. But, you know, there's things that they did very, very well this season. But there's, there's, there's something fundamentally wrong in these playoff games. You know, and they've got to figure that out. And, and that's, that's the – but we've said that now for three years. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when we talked about this team lacked toughness. That lack of toughness showed a little bit the other day, too. Remember after some of these, you know, San Francisco, they beat them up today. Physically, they beat them up today. You know, and you're kind of like going, oh, okay. Well, that, that they, you know, Green Bay physically beat you up a little bit yesterday. And so is that the players? Is that evaluation of the players? Are the players not tough enough? If you play this game, you're tough. But, you know, you, you talk about look at, the, look at the teams that are going forward in the playoffs. You know, they have a certain amount of mental toughness about them. And uh, to be able to put things aside and move forward. And this team lacks it right now in the playoffs. They really do. Yeah, let's be clear about this. And I know people are upset right now. And I think a lot of people are questioning, you know, what do you do with Dak Prescott? Let's be clear. There are half the teams in this in the NFL that don't have a quarterback. Yeah. There are not enough quarterbacks to go around. It is one of the biggest challenges of the NFL. Tune into the draft show. We'll talk about a few good we will. ones. We will. But the, and, and the crazy part about yeah, it is, even at that, if right. you yeah. wanted to, yeah. if you wanted to, as the Cowboys, let's say you wanted to restart this thing, and you were like, we're going to go back to the well and try to find a quarterback. Yeah. Right now, you're drafting 24th. The likelihood that you're going to find the guy well, you want is is not yeah. as great well, when you're drafting at 24th. Well, here's here's the rub now. Then when you've got, you know, you've got a quarterback that you went and got from San Francisco. Yep. Here. You know, that's the rub. Yeah, in, instead, can of, you fix him? Because he's because he's a project exactly. As well. and, yeah. and there's and there's well, clock sticking on his contract. You got to make a decision. Yeah, and yeah. see, that's the thing about it right now is, you know, in in a in a perfect world, you find a way. You you learn about him and you're able to do these things. There's people that believe that you have Jordan Love sitting on your bench. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to the scouting world, you get, you've, got, you've got a guy. They've got, so that's the decision they have to make. Right. They've got to figure that they, part they, out. They've got to yeah. figure that part out because maybe they don't have to use the 24th pick on a quarterback. You know, maybe they, 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 may, they gave a pick up in this draft to have an opportunity to work with a guy for a year. Right. You know, and maybe that's if 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 this thing turns, because they're out of options with Dak. I mean, options of tags and yeah, all these true. other things. He's like, got all the leverage. Yeah, on he's this got thing. all yeah. the leverage yeah. on you. He's got a huge cap number, and there's really smart guys and gals upstairs that'll figure this all out. But there's there's also you know they've protected themselves that if they do make that decision and you do want to start things over, here you go. Yeah, that's 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 a guy they think a lot about if they want to start this thing. And the point, but the point, real quick, the point I'm making is you don't get rid of a quarterback in the NFL unless you got a sure, as sure as you can be, option. Now, if they get to the point after they've worked with Lance to where they feel like, yeah, he he can be the guy, and we think we got a young guy that that can turn into that, then great, you got options now. If you don't. If, it, if that's not clear to you after working with him, then I think NFL teams would be foolish. It's the reason why guys like Kirk Cousins keep a job right. is because he still is a good quarterback. Right. He may not be great. Mm-hmm. He may still have deficiencies. He may not be able to play as well in some of those bigger games. But he's good enough to where he gives you a chance. Every Sunday he gives you a chance. And that's the part where you got to put it in context. Dak had an MVP caliber season this year. 
He just didn't play well in the playoffs. Yeah. And by the way, mm-hmm. that's becoming the recurring theme yes. is he hasn't played well in the playoffs that, consistently. That's, that's the, and yeah. that's the part where you yeah. got to kind of figure out, okay, yeah. is he ever going to get there? Or is it going to be a situation where this is just who he is and you're going to have to deal with that? But, again, before you make that move, mm-hmm. you better make really right. sure you got an option. Because I went through those years when the Cowboys didn't have well, a quarterback. That's hard when you go into this, every game knowing you have no quarterback. Well, and you're and you're absolutely right. And I was right there with you sitting on the other side of the room. Yeah. When, today, In today's football, you have a better chance of getting a veteran quarterback than you did in 2002, 2003, when, you know, when we were going 5-11 and 11 every year. We couldn't find it. People are now moving on from their quarterback. Look at you know, golf. Baker Mayfield. People are moving on from their quarterbacks right now. The problem you don't want to get into is do you want to say, okay, we're going to make this player a $50 million player, and that's, your, that's $50 million out of your, your cap right there. And, you know, and, but if, you, if you're doubting that the player can't get you through the playoffs, boy, that is a, that is a terrible feeling yeah. that you're committing $50 million to a Position that you don't feel like, or you have questions if uh, if that could get you through the the playoffs, just so you have a quarterback, you know that 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 uh, that's. But this organization, and I'll say this, they can afford to make a decision on the quarterback, good or bad. And I'll tell you why: the general manager here is not going to get fired, and I mean that. You can take a chance. You can take a chance if if we were running another team. And we committed fifty million dollars to a quarterback, and it didn't work out. We'd all be fired, you know. That they they can move on from a fifty million dollar quarterback if they want to, you know. There's a lot of teams that can't, right? Because you're you 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 you'll do anything to keep your job by having a quarterback. Jason Light, a buddy of mine at, down in Tampa, he did it with Tom Brady. He was going to get fired. He was going to get fired, and all of a sudden, Tom Brady shows up, and he got a five year extension, just because and a Super Bowl he, ring and a Super Bowl ring, <laughs> yeah. right? See that's that's what I'm saying. You you have it. It's possible to make a change at quarterback and still benefit from that. But you have to determine though this guy here. Yeah, I think the one of the problems is the Cowboys. Uh, the calendar isn't working in their favor because you're going to have to make a decision on Dak Prescott as far as likely extending him to get that cap number yeah. down. Um, but you're not really going to have true evaluation start on Trey Lance until training camp. Yeah. Right, because you you acquired him, you know, ahead of the trade. Didn't well, you? I think they probably have a better evaluation. No, I get They've it been from, from practice. They, yeah. they have a better evaluation right. of him. We yeah. they, well, they have a better evaluation than they did this time last year. Yes, yeah, correct, for sure, exactly. because they 100%. made the deal. They made one hundred percent. But if you look at the uh, how practices are run, yeah. and Cooper Rush is still the definitive right. QB two up to this point, it's Cooper getting those second team yeah. looks uh, well, in practice. When in training, yeah, they did work him out before. You notice before every game, he had a little session where he was one hundred percent. I'm sure they had. Moments in, when they were testing camp, him it'll out, it'll be a chest. complete unleashing yeah. of, yeah. of Trey versus yeah. Cooper, yeah. which really, then I guess their hope at that point should be for Trey to step forward and kind of nudge Cooper to the side, which then gives them the the, the, the position, the leverage going forward to say, okay, well, 2025 if Dak doesn't, 2026 if Dak doesn't. But again, calendar's working against you because Trey Lance's rookie deal is coming up to do to, to expire. What is that next year? Yeah, next year. So yeah. you gotta you gotta make a decision there. So I think ideally, you know. No, realistically, like you're saying, this is an MVP ca- uh, candidate in Dak Prescott who basically 
his his mentality just went out the window against the Packers. The cerebral version of Dak Prescott wasn't there. He was yeah. off. Something was just completely awry. And unlike um, a, a separate playoff game where you could point at it and say, well, Dak wasn't the reason they lost. He was a reason that the Cowboys lost. Those two interceptions yeah. and the timing of it, brutal. Pick six, it helped torpedo the Cowboys season just as the defense did. That It's also true, though, that the bet any quarterback that you would name that's better than Dak Prescott is already on a team and they're not letting them go. Um, and they're probably not going to spend the 24th overall pick on a, on a quarterback because they got Trey. Yeah, so, they're not going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, right, that's what I mean. They're, 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 they're not this is that. where they this, this is, is where they're, they're where you at the development What's area. Brady doing? Huh? What's Brady doing? How old is he? <laughs> he's done. No, he's, he's, so done. <laughs> he's so done. Hey, he's come so back from done. retirement before. No, just... yeah, he's so Amber done. wants no. to call Philip. No, 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 no. Amber says get Philip. He's got a lot of kids. He's got some toughness, man. Yeah, he did, talk about a tough guy. Yeah, no doubt about Amber it. Amber says get Philip Rivers in here. No, yeah. but I, I was just gonna say it's, it's one of those things that is just it's very hard because as much and I I get it. So many people hate. Dak and want to get rid of it, but same as you said, Derek. It's, it's one. It's very hard to find a quarterback. But two, Dak has shown you really, really good moments. Like yeah. where, where that's the problem. That's the hard part. Part yeah. of you, part, part of you. Even though you're, you're like, okay, you still take this game as something that's uncorrect. Help me out. Uncorrect. Uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristic of him. Right. That you're like, okay. We know what he can do in good moments. And part of you, in the very, very part of you, because I know right now we're still mad, but there is that hope of like, okay, well, he, he he has it. But if we put him in a better position, then maybe. But you've already done so much, changing the whole team around him to cater to him and put him in a better position, as far as like even changing the scheme of things. And although he has improved this year, it's still, it's just... I don't think it's enough to to make a drastic change. One, because you don't really have options. But two, there's part of you where you still see uh, the really good assets in him. Yeah, you do actually have an option. You do have an option. Yeah, you can determine that you're going to move on and and let Trey Lance run this thing at a cheaper contract, and then try and, and sign CD and sign others and draft and go that route. How many years are you adding to the hope of? Getting somewhere. Well, he's at a point in his career where yeah. if you made that move, That's the expectation he's ready to jump in and, yeah. and ready to take off yeah. like Jordan Love did. Exactly. Did this year. That's that, what you're, that yeah. would be your hope if you're making that yeah. kind of this move. This isn't like you're dealing with a rookie guy. You're dealing mm-hmm. with a, a guy that you're dealing with what, the second overall pick in the draft, right? Second, third overall pick in the draft. Yeah. And, and Dallas thought enough of him. I think they had him at the very top of the second round on their board. So you know they they thought enough of this guy to if they want to make if they want to pull the band aid off. And go and just say, you know what? We're not going to pay a fifty million dollar quarterback. They're they're not going to get. They're not going to lose their jobs. Yeah. But you know, if I was in Tampa and and I didn't have a quarterback, I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. These guys aren't going to lose. And and again, I'm not taking that as a slam. I'm just telling you that's that's the makes, option. It makes it a lot <clears throat> easier when you know that. Listen, I if I make this move and it doesn't work, it's on me, and we'll just find something else to do. Let me just say for the record. I ain't with that. I'm I'm unless I am very certain, I I gotta be so certain with Trey Lance that I'm willing to do that. Like I, I still feel like, and call me naive, I still feel like Dak Prescott can still get you there. I just I just feel like if 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 you get 
the right things in place. And I know that's hard to say when you're paying $50 million. You're like, Steve I shouldn't have, have like to have everything in place. Bowlers, man. I, I know. I, I get you. I understand <laughs> you. But I guess I, that's also my fear of going back to not having a quarterback. Because if Trey Lance doesn't work out, if you went that route yeah. and he didn't work out, and mm. let's say Dak moves on to some other team, and all of a sudden now Dak is balling, that's, I'm going to be like, I'll live with that. oh my God. No, I will not. That will, that <laughs> will drive me absolutely you live crazy. With the, you live with Amari Cooper making 250 you know, fifty yards in a game. Yeah, you, but that, but that, that honestly, that doesn't bother me because Amari Cooper's doing the same thing he did here. He's having some games where he's really great. Sure, he's also having some games yeah. where it's like, where's Disappears, Amari Cooper? Right. So yeah. th- he's doing exactly the same thing he did here. My problem would be if you let a quarterback go who you know is good, yeah. but he just wasn't able to do it for you in the playoffs, and then he goes somewhere else and he's able to do it in the playoffs. Then it's like, man, we gave up on it too soon. And that's the part. Again, I might just be being fearful. That may be driving my my thought process here, but that's where I am. I'm just like, I'm not willing to go that route unless I know I for sure got a better option. See, the thing about it is I think there's a lot of people who will evaluate he's 2-5 and five as a playoff quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's you fair. And, and, that's, and, that's, and they'll ask you, well, what more do you need? You know, and that's the question some will yeah. say, well, okay, Derek, what more do you need? He's 2-5. and five. He's not... Five and two, he's yeah. two and five, you know, and they've they've bounced out in wild card games. They bounced out in divisional games, you know. See, that's the thing you have to, that's the thing you have to address here. Is is are we going to be doing the show again next year and the same thing happens and then you're going to okay? I know 365 days ago we talked we about did the this. same thing, right? And, yeah. and I and yeah. I you know and I I I, I understand. Yeah, you got it. You got. Yeah. But then at the point now you're you're. A three-year contract extension, and now you're thinking about, oh, okay, now we got to carry this. We got to carry a cap charge now for the next yeah. three years on my team. Again, that's that's the decision they have to make. It's right. not us, and that's why it's a hard decision. It, is because it'd be much easier if Dak Prescott had just been bad all season. Sure, Th- that would be a much easier decision. It wouldn't be for in the right playoffs. Right, right, right. It wouldn't be in the playoffs. Right, and then right. They're, they're, they were in the playoffs because Dak Prescott played at a very high level. Right. The problem is, though, when you get in the playoffs, you've got to find a way to advance. Yep. And, you know, two games they advanced with him. You know, you know five games they didn't. Yep. You know, I mean, that's, 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 that's reality. That's, that's, you know, and again, I, do I think they're going to do something different and move on? From, no, absolutely mm. not. But that's the decision they have to look at. If they move on from this guy, it's because of the two and five. That's why they will move on. And you also got to take into account, you know, Jerry Jones's quote keeps popping up in my head. I don't have time for a bad time. Yeah. So, I mean, he, not to be grim, but he senses his, his mortality sure. at his age, right? Um, and if you take the risk on Trey Lance, and a huge risk it is because you haven't seen Trey Lance in a Cowboys uniform take a single snap just yet. Not not so much as a preseason game just yet. Um, calendar's working against you. So if you roll those dice and they come up snake eyes, you've reset the entire franchise and now you have to guess what? You got to go back out and got to find another quarterback. And while, one, and while yeah. all of this is happening, guess whose careers are, are rolling along, being wasted? Ceedee Lamb, Michael Parsons, some of these yeah. other guys, Jake Ferguson. So, mm, mm. well, see, that's the thing about it. And like I said earlier, in two thousand three, we had no options of finding a quarterback. Had none. Yeah, it's none. The people, people now are willing. Look, look at the guys. Like I said, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They got rid of him. Look at uh, Jerry Stafford. Gall. Got get, ended up. So, in, yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. They, they get rid of these quarterbacks now. It's like people say, "Listen, we're not good enough at quarterback. We got to do something different." You know, and they move on, yeah. and they move on, and and you know, so I don't think you could be fearful of not finding a quarterback. I don't think you could be fearful of that. And I think you know, I think they protected themselves with Lance. I, I really do. I, I mean, I'm I just 
to me, it, at least it gives them an option that they don't have to look at this draft and say, you know, oh, we have to have a quarterback. Yeah. You know? And you're probably speaking the, the right thing. I'm speaking the scared thing. <laughs> really, I, and I'm so true to that. Like, I'm just afraid to death of making a move, and then you're like, oh, gosh, we don't have a quarterback, and I don't know where you're going to get one. That if just you, makes if it you don't so have a quarterback, debilitating. If you don't have a quarterback and your record's bad enough, you – You'll draft a quarterback. Yeah, but then it's a crapshoot. It really is a crapshoot. It is. It, You're it, talking it about crapshoot. We've seen it. we've seen guys you you draft number one overall and they are a bust. Like it is they, such a crapshoot. They thought they had Dak Prescott and Jamil Showers. <laughs> <laughs> right? Think about well, that. Well, think about how they got no, their the last le- two quarterbacks. Though. No, both, right of the last, both of the last two quarterbacks yes. the Cowboys have gotten, <laughs> yeah. they got they in, an, in an inopportune. Like they got in a way that was just luck. Basically, yeah. they lucked into Dak Prescott. Yeah. They lucked into Tony Romo. So those, like the last two times, it yeah. was just happenstance. They, yeah, they right. lucked into a quarterback. Yeah. Look at the Packers. I mean, the, the last forty yeah, right. years. I mean, it's what I'm saying. They keep getting it right. Yeah, they keep getting it right. Yeah. And see, so something. What did they do? They moved on. Green Bay, in, in the last two times they've changed quarterback, moved on from a Hall of Fame quarterback, moved on from another Hall of Fame quarterback. Sometimes you can't be scared. Yeah. Sometimes, but that Rodgers is a pain in the ass, so I understand why they moved on from him. <laughs> right. You know, but yeah. anyway. All right, we're going to take our final break. We only have four more minutes, so we're going to take a final break. We're going to come back real quick, get a few more points in before we end the show. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil change, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYS VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys VIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back to the break. Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We got exactly one minute and two seconds. So uh, <laughs> what we're going to do here is real quick. I did want to talk a little bit about the defense. Jordan Love, 16 to 21, 76% completion rate, 272 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 157.2 
quarterback rating. If that's not perfect, it's very, very, very close to perfect. That being said, um, was there something that Green Bay's offense did that was particularly challenging for Dallas? Because we saw wide receivers open the whole day. Like, it, it just, everything looked off. Was there something they did differently than what they've been doing all season that really may have thrown the Dallas defense? I think communication was really bad for the Cowboys defense yes. in this game. The, the, the big plays were because of bust. And I think the, the Romeo Dobbs 46-yard yes. play was, I think they were going deep over on it. They meant Max Protect deep over. He just ran a route on his own, and it lost it lost uh, Gilmore. Gilmore. It lost Gilmore, and he broke. He went to where he knew the route was going is mm-hmm. what he did, and he ended up with the ball. And then also, I think that I think Wilson dropped the coverage on the on the the tight end that that ended up being a touchdown, the thirty eight okay. yard touchdown there. Uh, that was they were in man. Was coverage. that that same play from Arizona game? Uh, no, but it was okay. it was it was a man free situation Got with it. the defense man underneath free safety in the middle of the field. Wilson went to the outside and they he didn't carry the route and that's what ended up. But he was in man cover. He just yeah, busted. He, yeah, he just busted there. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's I I think communication and bust were the were the big problems in that game. And it seems like it happened over and over again, which again does beg the question: Were they prepared for this game? Yeah, they. One time though, the the first Dobbs inside uh, pass in the middle of the field, that like I say, that cursed free safety. Three guys ran with one receiver, and that left the middle of the field mm-hmm. completely open. That's the one when Michael Parsons was in yeah, drop position, and you kind of <laughs> wonder, was Micah supposed to be deep enough? Because they had a route previous in that in that uh, where they ran the linebacker and a vertical to try and take care of things with Clark and stuff. So you wonder maybe Michael maybe was, you know, they all were kind of short and maybe they needed a little bit more depth, but they had short linebackers and deep safeties and they ran three, ran three with one guy and it kind of messed them up a little bit. Just for the record, I'm going to have a problem when the best guy with the best pressure percentage in the NFL (laughs) is doing anything other than rushing Rushing, the quarterback. I just, I don't understand that to me is the definition of that game too. I get it, but I just, to me, that is the definition of we're going to outthink them trying to outthink us. Like just do what you do. You can do a lot of other things schematically, but if you got something you do extremely well, the best in the NFL, his pressure percentage was better than anybody in the NFL. And have him go get the quarterback yeah. every single time. Sometimes you outthink yourself. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, defense just it executed and communicated poorly at all three levels. Yeah. Um, you have a, a, a defensive line who leads the league, led the league in pressures. We've got to speak in past tense now. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Um, led the league in pressures and uh, basically were, were not able to win their matchups right. at all. Yeah. Um, and then behind them, whilst they're unable to win their matchups, communication on the back end was as poor as I've ever seen in a football game, and that is no exaggeration. Um, you got guys missing assignments. You got guys taking guys that shouldn't have been there, guys. You got right. guys guys that are you know running the wrong coverage in what the coverage look should have been sure. um and then like he said he brings up the Romeo Dobbs uh big gainer basically led Gilmore all the way in across the field and then broke off yeah, and he, okay you got Gilmore in that one. you got him yeah. where's the safety help safety help was both your safeties on well, the other side of the field they had the, they had the they had the over yeah they had yeah, the over covered so, the problem was the break the 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 quarterback made a great, you know, Dobbs ran the route thinking like, okay, I'm in trouble here. He just went to where he knew the ball was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. He was, they were thinking deep over and, and he just turned Gilmore around. On and that and then schematically, when yeah. you look at, they got themselves to a point where you're not getting any pressure up front and you're communicating poorly on the back end yeah. panic mode. What do you do? You send extra guys. Yeah. Don't send extra guys to Jordan Love. You know what you get? You get the Kobe fade away yeah. back foot. 
Yeah. Lob, yeah. touchdown. That's what you get. Back foot, lob, yeah. forty-five yard gain. It just all fell apart because on at each level of defense, and this also goes to the overall scheme of the defense. Cowboys were just not um, what. I'm not, not. I'm not even going to say they weren't what they should have been. I feel like that's an understatement. They ran the ball at Bell. They weren't a professional yeah. Yeah. football team yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't see a professional football no. team from the Cowboys on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I hate when they make me look stupid because that was exactly how I felt. Like I needed, doing it 14 years needed, for me here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like we headed into the game. I just thought so many great matchups. I thought the back end of the, of the field would be taken care of. Yeah. Um, all you got to worry really is just stop the run. Maybe that's something that they can actually do, run the ball on you. And then – no, they did everything. They did everything they could possibly do on offense. You gave up so many big, yeah. big plays, and there was no answers. I mean, sometimes you see a guy catching the ball, and and Deron Bland, the guy. Okay, I love you, Deron Bland, but man, you're like what five yards away from the guy you're supposed to cover? He's in like Plano. what? <laughs> what <are you? laughs> For those that don't know, that's a long way from the state. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they're just, yeah. About an hour. Yeah, that was pretty bad. All right, guys, we appreciate you joining us. We are, uh, this is our final show for the week. Uh, what we're doing is uh, we got draft show starting we up do. tomorrow. We uh, do. Draft show will go. This is actually, today is our full slate of all of our podcasts. Then tomorrow we will have draft show tomorrow and Thursday. Yeah. There will be no podcast on Friday. And then next week we start our off-season schedule. I think as of right now it looks like we're going to probably be going on Wednesdays uh, at 11 o'clock. Uh, but we will be putting out the official schedule later uh, today or tomorrow, and we'll put it out there for you guys to see. And uh, all the shows will be going once a week. So you'll have about three shows a day uh, with storyline mixing in this year. Uh, so we'll have, we'll have some good times, and I'm looking forward to the draft show. It's going to be really good. We'll get you uh, ready. As usual. And maybe Brian will convince Yay. me there's some quarterback out there that we need to be thinking about. I don't know. Uh, you're good. We'll see. We'll see. DeMarvion's I appreciate you guys coming back for defense. <laughs> Save us, DeMarvion. <laughs> <laughs> for Patrick Walker, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!